This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Five o'clock, that means the happy hour. Tony Gwynn Jr., Matt Scraby, Chris Ello has exit, exited the building, headed down to the Mesa. The Aztecs, uh, the women's Aztecs team on the hardwood tonight, so... Scraby and myself here with you for the next hour. Listen up. It's time now to name up to time now for the name of today's biggest fan. Today's biggest fan is Miguel Ortega of Chula Vista. Give us a call at 833-288-0973 within the next 10 minutes to register for our grand prize of 20 tickets to a 2024 Padres game in the Odyssey Suite to watch a Padres game, I would hope. If you're going to a Padres game, you are definitely going to watch one. Uh, you get a chance to do that with your friends and all of the fans host. If you want a chance to have your name called to the register, to register for our grand prize, visit 973thefansd.com slash biggestfan today. The Biggest Fan Contest is presented by the San Diego Seals. Tickets are on sale now at sealslax.com. You can also score a Turkey Day touchdown when you shop your whole feast in one trip. And that's an that's at Smart Final. Yes. Use promo code SF. Thanks. <laughs> Not <laughs> SFT Hanks. <laughs> SF. Thanks for free delivery on your next order. Uh, Padres, go ahead. Real quick, do you think Chris is in his car right now being like, Scraby? Like, even when I'm not here, taking <laughs> shots. Yeah. Uh, Padres did name their manager today uh, to the delight of Matthew Scraby. Matt, Mike Schilt. Uh, will take the helm for the Padres. It sounds like they are still putting together the rest of the staff, how that's going to unfold. But he is your man, and uh, we got a chance to hear from him uh, earlier today at the press conference. And it was kind of this these questions about the Cardinals that you're going to hear, I found to be kind of weird. Um, only, really? Yeah, only because, I mean, you you don't generally ask are you going to bring the cardinal way to another organization i mean it's the yeah. cardinal way because yeah. it's the cardinal it's way, the cardinal way. <laughs> so uh, nonetheless he was asked the time that he spent with the cardinals uh could it be of help now uh yeah i mean listen you grow from your experiences we you know, had a lot of success i was in an organization for 18 years and and blessed to have been able to do it and was raised by a lot of um really capable quality Hall of Fame caliber baseball people that served me well when I was there. And, um, you know, listen, uh, you know, A.J. Lloyd did the 17 games, so I think it mostly ended pretty well from a field standpoint. Um, and, yeah, we did eliminate you, but we owed you one from 2020 when you guys knocked us out here. Um, 
So, yeah, you, there's a lot of reflection of what that looks like and, and, and growth. And, um, you know, clearly I've done that. And, you know, I'm a better version of myself and, and excited about the opportunity now. Passionate, passionate man about the game of baseball. And he's right. He was raised by some quality, quality baseball people. I think I'm excited for Padre fans to get to know Mike Shield a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know anything really. I mean, I knew about him, but I had never really heard him speak or I've never really met him. So hearing the press conference today, and I think a lot of people in our chat share the same opinion that this was something that made me excited, them excited, Padres fans excited for the most part. It made sense. It does make sense. It makes a lot of sense. Um, you can hear in his voice, man. He's excited. He, he didn't know. He, I, I, having talked to him a lot over the last two years, he really truly didn't know if he was going to get opportunity. But you know what? The best part about him was he kept he kept showing up to work with that same passion. He wasn't interested in necessarily if it came, it came. Yeah. But he wasn't like holding out hope for another job. Of course, he wanted an opportunity. He'll get that here in San Diego. I think the other question um, that many people had or many people will have moving forward, is how will he manage this superstar-laden roster? Well, first of all, they, you know, you need to make sure that they're themselves. Uh, you know, I've, again, a great fortune of coming from a place where um, I managed some really good players and future Hall of Famers, and I got some really nice texts today from from a couple of those guys. And um and then you grew up with it. You know, I grew up in a double-A clubhouse with the Orioles in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Sean Cal Ripken Jr. shoes, so I got a chance to watch greatness at an early age. And so, you know, the biggest thing is just about relationships, getting to know guys, and, and ultimately working with them. I mean, these are high-level, high-performing, um, exceptional talents that we have in, in this club, and I'm excited to work with them, help create a structure where they can thrive, and create accountability where the team can can thrive as well. So, you know, let them be themselves in a team setting, get buy-in from them, which which I don't think is going to be an issue at all. These guys are tremendous tremendous guys and super hungry, as I alluded to. And um, you know, let them go. Let them enjoy it. You can hear it in the words, the choice of words he used when he's talking about AJ, when he's talking about the players. He, he talked about AJ and him being a, a partnership, right? He talked about... Uh, getting buy-in from guys, them wanting to be themselves. Um, he, he's not making this. Uh, I'm the boss, you're underneath me, or vice, or the other way around as it pertains to AJ. He, he, it's a collaborative thing. And the one thing I can tell you about Mike Shield is he's invested in relationships, and that's a big part of of managing a clubhouse is, yeah. is getting to know your guys, not just on the surface, but uh, in a, if you if if the opportunity presents itself to get, you know, on a more deeper plane there. And uh, that's, you know, the one thing that you, you got to be excited about in, in terms of Mike's show. Moving now, forward. what I kind of thought, but I don't believe, is like when he's saying these things, my brain immediately goes, well, was Bo Mel not letting them be themselves? And I, I would assume that nothing that was said in the press conference today was to shade Bo Mel at all. No. Nah. Not at all. I, I, the team, the players were definitely allowed to be themselves. I mean, yeah, I think we saw it. We they they, they were definitely allowed to be themselves. Uh, wasn't necess- and I don't necessarily. It wasn't necessarily Bo's thing to like you know feel one way or another. And I think Mike Schultz is going to feel the same way. But uh, it's just different. There's a different tact that Mike 
seems to take that I think Bo did. And All right. That could be uh, that could be uh, the, the biggest change uh, for for this ball club. So, new manager, as we said, uh, Mike Schilt named today. The the wait, you have to wait no longer at this point. You know, and I also saw some things on X about how oh, it's like um, it's like going it's like going to a restaurant, looking at the menu, deciding that you you're like oh, you know what, the breadsticks sound really good, and then you look at the rest of the menu, take twenty minutes, and then when it t- comes time to order, it's like. You know what? I will go with the breadsticks. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that they exhausted a search of other guys. And instead of just going with the breadsticks on the menu, they went and looked at the rest of the menu. They realized, you know what? I just want breadsticks. So I'm going to go with that. Sometimes, you you know, you get a menu that you like, a few items that you could go with. Yeah. You're kind of in between. Yeah, you think about each one of them, and then you come back to one of them, right. and, and that's fine. That's I don't have any problem with that. I actually applaud the Padres for interviewing other people. Really? If... Your your timeline <laughs> would seem to suggest the opposite. Because I know that they made the So now that you've gone, it through, you've gone through it. Yes. Now that he's the manager, and he cool has big league experience— and now that I know kind of what happened with the process, I'm not cool with it because no. I don't want to go back on my word, but I am feeling better about it because mm. they did look like AJ said, you or know, as AJ or who, uh, you know, Bryce the pu- Miller, they the, AJ probably kicked his tires. The public doesn't come down on flip floppers as much as hard as they used to. <laughs> they've, they've kind of eased it, eased the, uh, the noise on that a little bit. So I think you're all right. Someone said we want. The cheese bread scraby, not just breadsticks. I don't know what the cheese bread is, but cheese bread is filling. Yeah, the cheese bread is like one heavy, of those heavy th- gassy too. <laughs> so, yes, absolutely. You know, maybe we should try. Maybe we should decide against the cheesy cheesy bread. That's where I'm going with breadsticks. Yeah. Um, I I brought this up like at the very beginning of the show. I'm getting to it. Yes. Uh, and we should be careful about how we talk about Shohei in the teams that are courting him. Yes. Because uh, according to Jeff Passan, if rumor comes out that he's met with you, like him and Otani his, meeting like, with the team? Otani, let's say Otani and the Giants meet. Okay. And it gets out that they met. Okay. Otani will be holding said team accountable for that. I can't wait for this free agency <laughs> to pop off because how is that going to be possible? I don't know. I, I've, we haven't seen it done in today's media world, right? Where uh, if Shohei pulls this off, he might be a mob boss. <laughs> he could be because how do you get Shohei Otani into a meeting with high-level Major League Baseball people and I, not have anybody notice? I want to know how he's traveling. Like, I mean, is is. Because, you know, nowadays people will check flight flight plans. Yeah. Is he going to drive everywhere? How is this going to work? No, I have to think that the that he's flying. <laughs> I have to think he's flying, too. But On people private can, jet. Is that harder to track? Private jets? Yeah, you can, you can block the private jet. I okay. know that these Spanoses um, oh, that's right. they the block. private jet. <laughs> people were trying to figure out where the jet was. I just find this, I find this interesting that Shohei might be the first. First of all, I think it speaks to how private yeah. he actually is. Yeah. But what is that? Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. What were you going to say? But what is that? How does that hurt him at all? It just is rumors. It, it, and he I knows know the that, truth. I don't know that it hurts him at all. But I think it may be if, let's say, you got four teams. They're all pretty close in terms of money. Yeah. 
that may be a reflection because what we do know, what he's insinuating is that most teams are the people who are leaking that is true. this information. That is true. And so I think for, for, for Shoei, I think it speaks to a couple of things. He's pretty private. But if there are four teams, and I'm sure there's going to be more than four teams, there are seven teams that are all close in terms of dollar figure. How you handle your business in terms of being able to protect a player or protect him specifically because he's going to be like no other free agent that goes anywhere this year. Yeah. It is the, the, the amount of media uh, attention he's going to have wherever he goes is yeah. going to be different. This may be one of those things that puts you over the top. If you can actually keep it a secret, because we all know it's going to be it's almost be really impossible. Yeah. Especially it's be- if it's L.A., New York, San Francisco. San Francisco. Like any, any, any of those. It's really any place, but specifically those places. If you can find a way to keep that hush-hush. I, 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 get, I get why you want to be private. But at the same time. You're right. It doesn't. I don't know that it hurts him. But does it also, like, wouldn't that be negotiating tactics, too? Like, hey. You know, I'm also talking to them over there, and so the reports I, come out. They offer me 500 think, mil. I don't show, think Shohei needs to lie to anybody. Okay. I think right. he, I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious he's the number one piece out there. So uh, I just found that interesting. I don't know that I've, no, I've that ever is, heard that. Like that, I haven't either. And by the the caveat is we didn't hear this from Shohei. We heard this from Jeff Passan. So true. Jeff Passan is pretty on point, though. I must say, I don't know that he's ever missed anything. Yeah, he's uh, pretty good. He's pretty good at his job. All right, let's get to break. What you got? We got Sam Levitt with Mike Schilt coming oh, up next. Oh. Sammy Lev got a, a sit down with Mike Schilt directly after the, um, what is it, press conference. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, this is why Sammy Lev gets paid the big bucks. <laughs> More Gwen and Chris on the way. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 520 on the clock. Mike Schilt is your Padre manager. Our very own Sam Levitt caught up with Mr. Schilt right after the press conference. Here it is. Here at Petco Park with the 23rd manager in Padres history, Mike Schilt. 
Mike, congratulations. Great to have you here. Great to, to hear what you and A.J. Preller had to say during the press conference. You know, I love your story from working in the clubhouse at A, Cal Ripken Jr. in the clubhouse, getting all that experience in your childhood to coaching in high school, in college, managing in the minor leagues. Now all the different roles you've had in the major leagues, I, I think it's a story a lot of people can relate to coming up through a system and and uh, getting to the major leagues. How does that experience shape you now as a manager? Yeah, you know what? It's um, You look back and you go, man, it's been a long wonderful journey that started when i was eight years old running down foul balls at crockett park in charlotte north carolina to now managing the san diego padres with a lot of um different experiences in between and you know very blessed to have been able to to accrue all those experiences and again a lot of people have poured into me and and i was smart enough to listen to to the to them and and, um again get a lot of experience and and like jj alluded to i've ridden a lot of buses so um (laughs) All of it pays off to now, you know, have the opportunity to understand to be able to be a competent, um, you know, achieving manager at the big league level. I've also been on a lot of buses in the Texas <laughs> League, like you. Oh, yeah. So I, I know those 10, 11 hour rides going Corpus Christi to Springfield. Don't yep. remind me. Uh, a lot of fun, though, on those bus trips. You've done a lot of winning, whether it was in the minor leagues, certainly with the Cardinals, some tremendous seasons there. In your opinion, what are the traits of a winning team? Well, it starts with everybody being together, pulling on the same rope. And, um, you know that's been a been something that I, I watched growing up with the you know the Orioles back then it was the Oriole way. You know I was there for eight years in that Double A clubhouse. They were the winningest organization. Um, you know they're going to World Series, so I got a chance to see it, model it at a very young age without knowing what the heck I was really paying attention to, and um, and then got around some really good people. And you know it's always been I've studied the game, and you just look and you look up and. You don't know what's going to the outcome of the game is going to end up being. Right. So you want to have your eyes dotted and t's crossed. And you know, ultimately, one of the things I, I say to the group, you know, it's it's pure competition, and we're going to give nothing away, and we're going to take everything that we we see and get, and be ready for those exposable moments. So it's just about playing fundamental baseball, and it's about showing up every day and competing. You know, it is a competition. They're keeping score. Um, Clearly, baseball is a, a long, grinding process, and you know the team that shows up every day and gets the most out of their ability and plays the game the right way usually has a pretty good, pretty good um, standing at the end. You talked in the press conference about allowing players to be themselves, and this is a team that has some star power on it, more than just a little bit of star power, uh, a lot of personality on it as well. When you talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. and Juan Soto and Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, the list goes on and on. As far as allowing players to be themselves, how do you view the the group overall, this personality, at least right now? I love the group. I love the um I love the personality. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's great. Our fans enjoy it. We've got tremendous fans. It's, it's you know, it's a show. Um, and the only thing I'm going to ask them to do, which I don't have any, they, they've already done and will continue to do, is just doing the team setting. Right. You know, it's, it's, it's uh, you know, have, have substance with the flash, you know, have the swagger, um, bring it every day. And, and play the game right and play the game fundamentally sound. But, but man, enjoy it, you know. I mean, there's nothing really that I've enjoyed in the last two years more than than watching some of our guys play with just such enjoyment and and, and, and passion for the game. And I, and I know our fans appreciate that. And just do it in a manner that allows us to shake hands into the game. Speaking of this team as a whole, it's a group this past season that, it didn't appear to click it all together until the very end, until September. How will you 
try to ensure that this group clicks on all cylinders, gets things firing on all cylinders, really from from March and April on? Yeah, you know, it's going to be a process. Um, You know, it starts now. starts with conversation with players. We alluded to a question earlier. You know, we're going to learn from this past year. We're not going to live in it necessarily, but um, we are going to reflect on it, gather information from our players, uh, and then just making sure that, again, we're all doing it together. Um, there's intentionality to everything we're doing, and I don't want to say that there was an intentionality. That's right. not that's not the point at all. Um, but really, just just making sure there's a cohesiveness. I will say this about last year's club that um, you know I felt like you know was was something that needed to be you know we need to manage moving forward, and that's the expectations. You know, when when you throw out there winning a World Series, and and I've I've been fortunate enough to come from a place that's done that and modeled it and seen it and experienced it um it's different than when you're proclaiming to go do it and expecting to go do it than than hunting it sure and so i thought the group really just took a while for them to deal with those expectations that are very lofty and and, um and that's normal that's human yeah and i thought i thought it took the group a little bit of time to kind of settle into the group of playing so some of the talk internally will be about just playing the game right, playing the game in the moment, stay present, all the cliche things yeah. that just work, um, and, and manage your expectations. And, and, again, if we can do it together in a setting that not everybody feels like they've got to carry the burden because the thing I love about our group is, you know, I got a lot of respect for them. Um, this is a group that cared so much that they probably tried too hard in some cases. We're joined by Mike Schilt right now on 97.3, the fan from Petco Park. Mike Schilt introduced as the new Padres manager. Talking to people about you as this process went along and, and as you were announced as manager earlier this morning, a lot of people said to me, Mike Schilt is about fundamentals. He's <laughs> big on fundamentals. How did you view this team in that aspect last season? Actually, I thought we played pretty good defense. Sure. You know, our infield defense is really good. I mean, you know, of course, you know, Kimmy wins the utility gold glove. Toddy did a phenomenal job making the transition to right field, you know, ultimately winning the platinum glove, gold glove, and, and deservingly so. You know, Grish is a tremendous de- defensive center fielder. I thought Crony did a great job making a transition, you know, and playing first. And I thought Bogey played a very steady, sure shortstop. So I thought defensively we were we were pretty buttoned up. You know, we were. I thought we got better as the season went on the base running. You know, that became a, a strength of the club. And um, you know, I thought. You know, it's not like this is a a group that's so far off. It's just sure. you know, continuing to to make sure that those attention to details are there, and there's a feedback loop and a continual improvement pro, uh, mentality. You know, and that really probably best describes my mentality about how teams work. You know, you talk about getting started in April, March, and clearly you want to get off to a good start. Right. Um, but really it's about taking advantage of being a better version. I say this a lot, better as the game goes, better as the series goes, and better as the season goes. And if we're continually working to improve in all our areas individually, collectively, um, then you know it's a pretty dynamic group. I want to touch on one of the players you mentioned, Fernando Tatis Jr., and you're right. He did such a wonderful job transitioning to right field. He's obviously so important to this team moving forward for years and years to come. How do you view Fernando entering this season, coming off uh, the missed year, coming off the surgeries from the past offseason, both as a player on the field and also inside the clubhouse? You know, I've been fortunate to get to know him. I helped him, you know, very little bit in his rehab process. Right. Um, I got to 
you know, I don't like to live in the past, like to learn from it. But I will say this about Toddy that I think has been potentially overlooked. Let's give this guy a lot of credit for this last season. Yeah, I'm with you. You know, this guy was on 17 months out of the game, three surgeries, a lot of, lot of off-the-field stuff hovering over his head. And this guy posted, answered the bell. I, I, got a, I was privileged to see his habits be better. Took good care of himself. He played every game. Yeah. He transitioned to a new position to be an elite, the most elite defensive player in the National League. And his habits improved. And this guy really, and he, and he took on a lot of um, the pressure and the heat that came from the previous, you know, 17 months and handled it far better than most 23-year-olds um, would have handled it, and I, I, I got a lot of admiration. I've told him that um, for how he's how he's handled it. Now it's about what's what are the next steps. You know, we talk about proximal paso, and I was the you know Spanish version of it. But um, and the next steps, you know, this guy's now he's healthy. He has a full off season to recover, and um, I think he's. I don't think I know he's going to have a. a, a very, very, very good year for us. Yeah, it feels like he's primed for an MVP caliber season. Again, yes. we're joined by Mike Schilt as uh, we introduce Mike Schilt here on 97.3 The Fan, the brand new Padres manager. Final question for you. You had the opportunity to manage in St. Louis. Great fans there, as we know. The fans here in San Diego, they're pretty darn good, too. The sellouts yes. night after night, what they do here at Petco Park, the energy they continue to bring night after night. What is your message today to Padres fans? Um, it is an amazing atmosphere. It's a beautiful ballpark. It's a fun atmosphere. It's a party. Um, you know, clearly last year was a disappointment relative to not making the playoffs. But I, this is an entertaining team. It will remain an entertaining team with an eye towards being and rewarding the, their uh, enthusiasm with the playoffs. It's a wild stadium. Right. They get after it. They party. They have a good time. <laughs> Our players enjoy it. And, um you know, the biggest thing is is just continue to to ride the journey with us on the, on our journey to this this World Series championship. But like I said, I don't. We talk about World Series, but let's don't get so far ahead. Let's let's take care of our division. Let's start playing better and competing in our division first. You talk about it being a party Friday night, City Connect uniforms. I'm looking forward to seeing you in those City Connect colors. Yeah, those are my colors. Yeah, we, we've yeah. seen it, but I want to see it top step. Yeah, it's you're going to be a lot of fun. It. Yeah, it's uh, definitely my jam. <laughs> All right, Mike, appreciate the time. Congratulations again. Really look forward to uh, seeing you at spring training and throughout the course of the 2024 season. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks so much. Thanks. Happy and blessed Thanksgiving. All right, Mike Schultz. Well done, Sam Levitt. Well, well done. Pipes of an angel. You get a little bit of a kind of a peek into Mike's personality, though. What he said, that's my jam right there, whatever. That Did, last is that week, what he that, said? Yeah, <laughs> at the end. Um, when's the last time we, we've talked about winning a division? I mean, I know after last year, the Padres, did, or 22 Padres didn't win a division. They go to the NLCS. And maybe I'm just, just have a short memory, but I don't remember division talk right i think we were talking Not the last like a couple years we're, we're i think it was like the, just like skipping to the world series yeah and hey, what did mike say there let's let's take care of business first let's take care of the division first division I, is tough i don't it is tough <laughs> but i don't know that it's been talked about like that in a while and maybe it's because it's been so tough over the past you need baby steps. Ten years, nine years. You need years. baby steps. Like he said, it's not going to just be them going to the World Series. They need to take steps up. Well, just think, the, the when you think about the perennials, the teams that are there all the time, they're winning their division first. Yeah. And then the other stuff 
you know, comes along. Yeah, exactly. It's not like you're you're going wild card eight straight years <laughs> and then um, you're winning the title. Like it doesn't normally work that. No, way. you win the division, you get put in a better spot in the playoffs. It's just how it goes. Hopefully that is all in the Padres' future. All right, let's get to break. When we come back, if you missed AJ Casaball out of hibernation, you're in luck because <laughs> we'll play it for you when we come back. Morgan and Chris. Gravy and I talking about our love for Denny's. Man, when we, were in. we just took a blast from the past right there. <laughs> Denny's used to be the go-to spot, man. My mouth is watering, honestly. I don't know if the ingredients changed in Denny's or my palate got a little more mature. I also think it's because we stopped having Denny's at 2 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> man, Denny's used to, man. Shout out to Denny's, man. <laughs> Shout out to Denny's, man. It filled the stomach on many a night. When I went to Palomar, we used to go to the Denny's that was nearby and uh, just fill up before class, and I would like fall asleep because I'd be club sandwiched <laughs> out. Uh, and then there was another place in San Marcos called Tom's Number Twenty Two. Love Tom's, Tom's Number Twenty Two. Went there good. all the time. That's and then there's good. something called George Burgers. I ate a lot of fast food in, in hey, at listen, Palomar. You, you don't have to. You don't have to. You know, I'm not judging you because I eat. I used to eat a ton of fast food. Now I eat a burger and I feel like I gained 300 pounds. It definitely sits different now. <laughs> definitely sits yes, different. Yes. Uh, AJ Casaville joined us earlier. If you missed it, I will have it for you here shortly. Real quick, Lakers in action tonight. You know it today. Cup night. It's cup night, oh, baby. I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So you get to see the beautiful yellow floor that the Lakers have. We're taking. They're one to know on it. They're one and zero on it, but they're three and zero in cup play. They're actually two and zero. Wait, they're three and zero in cup play, but wow. I've only played one home game. Okay. So today is their fourth game All right. at home. I can't remember who they're playing right now. It's going to come to me hopefully soon. Do 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 do. I'm going to my app right now. That's what I was banking on. Utah. They're playing Utah at home. So yeah. wish my Lakers luck. All right. Uh, Here's some traffic, and you'll get A.J. Cassaville after. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the U.K. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the U.K. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. So AJ Casfield joins us. AJ, before we get started in this interview, are you mad at us, man? We, we feel like we haven't talked in, in quite some time. I, I took a break. I took a, a week, about a week and a half, and uh, went camping in Yosemite and uh, Sequoia. And only, uh, that's that's where I've been. I had to check out for a little bit, but I'm back, baby. It's only a week and a half. It felt, it felt a lot longer, man, I must say. Uh, <laughs> you, you hit the ground running today. I mean, uh, Mike Schilt gets the job. You were one of the first I saw report on it. Um, what what's what's your takeaway after going to the press conference and uh, the Padres settling on their manager? My takeaway is kind of what what you guys just said that that um, maybe the biggest surprise is how unsurprising this all kind of unfolded. I mean, I, I would have put Schilt as probably the favorite when when the job became available last month, and I mean he got the job for a lot of the reasons we I, I think we all thought he might. He knows the organization pretty well. He has a track record of winning in St. Louis. He knows. Uh, 
he was he was there in 2022 and saw what went right. He was there in 2023 and saw what went, what went wrong. And so he's worked with AJ Preller. Like a lot of the reasons we kind of all all anticipated that he would be a favorite for this job seemed to be the reasons that he ended up getting it. What happened uh, with him in St. Louis, AJ? Or how much do we know of what happened with him? I mean, the guy wins 90 games. He goes to the playoffs uh, three years in a row. I, I believe the 90-win team got into the playoffs by winning 17 yeah. straight games in September, putting on an amazing run down the stretch. Then they lose a one-game playoff to the Dodgers, and he's out the door. I know he probably isn't touching on that, but just around baseball circles, what what, what do we think happened there? Do we know? Yeah, I think some of what's been reported in the past has essentially come down to he, he was, I think, maybe intense in a way that, that rubbed some people in that organization the wrong way. And I think he has kind of acknowledged something of that, of that measure in, in interviews he's done in the past and said he'd, he'd like the chance to learn from that and grow from that. And I mean, I think his intensity is kind of readily apparent in, in who he is when he manages games. And I think there's also a guy that is clearly a baseball crazed guy and, and seems willing to learn and willing to adapt. I mean, he's, you could say he's, he's old school and he certainly is old school and kind of some of the things he says and the way he goes about it, but he also is willing to, to take new information and to use it to, to win games, which he did in St. Louis. So um, I, I would say that I think that I, I don't know exactly why it ended in St. Louis, what went wrong toward the end, obviously on the field, not a whole lot did go wrong because they made the playoff three straight years under him. <laughs> right. But if he is, if, if, if he has said kind of that he would, that he's kind of, willing to learn from some of those things going forward, which he has, I think that's a positive thing. Yeah, it's always a positive thing. I think it, it, as you as the, the city gets to know Mike, they'll, they'll realize this is a man that is not above those type of things, being Looking able to change. A little bit. Say again? Looking in the mirror a right. little bit. He, he's yeah. not. He's a, a, sure. a very humble individual. AJ, would you say that – um, one of the more important things that I think when you look at the, 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 the group that was interviewed and you kind of hit on it was that Mike has already worked with AJ. He, he kind of knows what and how this process is going to go. Or he has an idea at least, right? Yeah, I think that's, I don't know if that's so important in, in, in the hiring of Schilt in the first place and AJ's decision to make Schilt the manager. I think it's maybe more important going forward now that it's, now that it's, now that he's in place, things can kind of take off a little more quickly yeah. than, than they would with a, another guy because Schilt understands kind of AJ's relentlessness and, and his, his desire to win. They, they clearly have a, have a really good rapport, which I think you would probably not the case with AJ Preller and some of his previous managers. Um, so, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see kind of what that means going forward, but I think the fact that, that Schultz understands the organization, that Schultz spent a lot of time at different levels of the organization, yeah. not, just in, not just with the big league club. I mean, he spent some time going to, going to minor leagues, going to instructional camps and whatnot, that, that when they call up some of these guys that they're inevitably going to have to call up in the next year or so, he, Mike Schultz will know them, that these are only positive things and the fact that he's kind of had an impact and, and worked with a lot of those guys and has drawn rave reviews from from big leaguers, I imagine that the same holds true for his work with some of the minor leaguers and some of the background that he has is is, is definitely a positive thing. 
AJ Casavell is our guest here on uh, Gwen and Chris uh, down at uh, Petco Park today. You could have uh, spotted him. I'm sure they'll probably pay, uh, play a tape of you uh, reporting live from Petco Park. You might be able to watch yourself later on on MLB <laughs> Network. You looked good, AJ, by the way. Uh, you were square, centered in the frame. And uh, your report, uh, I, I didn't hear it. Your break served you well, it sounds but it looked like. Good. Yeah, you looked uh, you looked solid. Uh, That's not my doing. They make me look good. They, <laughs> they put me in the right good. space and tell me where to look. You didn't have to take makeup or anything. I think it was just a natural <laughs> look. You, you did a nice job. Very nice. Uh, A.J. Preller, do you get the sense in the interim of Bob Melvin leaving and the hiring now of Mike Schilt that A.J. Preller um, – senses that he may have to he may have to amend a few things in the way he runs this ball club uh do you get that sense i i know that you know he has said that you know everybody's got to learn from what happened last year uh we talked about mike schilt learning from his first experience uh with the cardinals and trying to make some changes it seems to me aj is kind of in the in position to hopefully do something similar, AJ. Yeah, I, I think that's a, that's a good way to view it because I think that's kind of what I've heard from him lately. But I, that was also probably the case after after Jay Stingler and when they hired Bob Melvin. It's gonna it's gonna come down to actions. It's gonna come down to when the going gets tough in the season. How, how well do these two work together? Obviously, that's not entirely on AJ. It's it's a it's a relationship between the GM and the manager that that kind of needs to be developed over time. So. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I think there was there was maybe a desire to change after things went flat in the 2021 season that you saw some maybe some subtle stuff change in 2022 and then it it kind of fell apart in 2023. So I, I yes, I think I think AJ Preller uh, say what you will about some things of the way he runs the team. He he, he seems to be kind of willing to 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 adapt and, and figure out what what. I mean, he hired Bob Melvin, and now here he is hiring Mike, Mike Schilt. He seems to be willing to kind of put that foot forward to try and understand when things have gone wrong, what needs to happen for them to go right. We'll see what happens when adversity hits, because it inevitably does over the course of the baseball season. AJ Perlow, excuse me, AJ Perlow, AJ Cassaville joins us here. And uh, AJ, obviously, yeah, there's too, way too many AJs. We had a discussion the other day how many AJs there are surrounding. San Diego. Um, AJ, there's still a lot of work to be done. Got the manager now. Now, I assume the focus now turns to filling the spots on the roster. Um, what are you looking forward to in, in that regard? Pitching. It's got to be pitching. There's just so many holes right now. It's, it's not just the rotation anymore with some of the moves they made recently. The bullpen, I think, needs some some solidifying. So the way I see it, there are, there are guys available on the market. I think there are probably guys you can find and, and maybe go the Michael Waka, Seth Lugo route in terms of buy low, get them working with Ruben Niebla, who I think we all feel is a, is a really, really good pitching coach and can, can have some success stories that way, get some pitching in San Diego and get them going in the right direction. But I still just feel like they might have to ultimately make a trade or two to get some of the pitching that they're lacking right now. Cause this rotation it has the two guys at the front, Joe Musgrove and you Darvish, and then you hope that they're healthy for next season. But after that, there's just two marks for you to say, oh, we'll fill it all in free agents. Assume that they will, going forward, that'll be the top priority. And then in the bullpen, they need some high-caliber back-end arms as well. I know uh, A.J. Preller was asked about Juan Soto today. What is your sense? Uh, just, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, but what is your sense 
of what you think may happen, Soto. Is it does it make sense to try to fill a bunch of those spots you talked about by moving him, or does it make more sense to keep him because he is part of the solution, not part of the problem? My sense is that it's gonna take it's gonna take a while for if if anything develops on that front for, for it to develop. So I think that, that you go into the off season maybe looking to make trades elsewhere to make sure you're in a decent spot. Because if Juan Soto negotiates something long-term or going on behind closed doors, then I, I suspect that's not something we would learn about until probably well into spring training. And if they're not, or if Juan Soto wants to, is, is set on hitting the open market after the 2024 season, I, I just think that's something you wait to, to, to see that it's happened. And if, so anyway, if, if, this, if this trade comes to fruition, if, if the Padres – are open to dealing Juan Soto, and if someone meets what should be a high asking price, I just don't see it happening anytime soon. And I also don't necessarily see the Padres viewing that as their as their avenue to 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 get those pieces they need. It would have to want if, if you're trading Juan Soto, you're setting yourself back for the 2024 season right. because he is an unbelievable hitter. He's a guy that you stick in the middle of your order order as one of the best hitters on on track to be one of the best hitters of all time. I think you need to plan with that as as how you're going to go about things going forward and not use that as, as this crutch to kind of hold you up and say, oh, well, we can always get pitching that way. And then if the trade comes to fruition maybe later in the offseason or into spring training, then that's that's something you can jump at and something you can certainly help your current team with. But if I'm roster planning right now at this point in, in the offseason, I'm not, I'm not planning to trade Juan Soto. You need to kind of be, I think, blown away by an offer. AJ, any conversation about the staff? Obviously, Matt Williams left uh, with Bo Mel, as 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 did uh, Ryan Christensen. Um, Ryan Flaherty has been in that kind of associate manager spot. Any conversation of of what the staff is going to look like aside from Ruben Yebla? Yeah, Schultz has, has essentially said he'd be open to working with 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 everyone on that staff because he's had good experiences with them. Flaherty, I think, is the big one because he was obviously a candidate for the manager's spot and he interviewed and I asked AJ Preller directly afterward about about Ryan Flaherty's status going forward and he says that's something we're gonna we're gonna get into, but they obviously think very highly of Ryan and that they would like to have him back if 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 they can. So that's still T B D. I think the manager search has been dominating things so much that that now it's time to kind of take that step and look at who's on the staff. But I think like you said, Ruben Niebla, he's under contract. He's back. Ben Fritz is also under contract. He, the expectation is he'll be back. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know the rest of kind of where things will fall, but I know that a lot of that has comes from the manager's say. And now that the Padres have a manager in place, they can kind of move forward with, with what that plan will be. AJ Casaville, uh, great stuff, great insight. Uh, as always, um, I wanted to just uh, ask you one last thing about, and I know it's so early. I mean, in the the passing of Peter Seidler. Do you still get the sense that the reports that have said this team is going to probably reduce payroll, that that is the uh, the tact, the the path they're going to follow this offseason? Well, it certainly seems like that. I just don't know. I, I don't know the specifics of it being a certain dollar amount. I think there, there may be some, some more fiscally prudent decisions to be made, but I also think that you can compete with a – can compete with the with the payroll that's less than what it was last season because last season was the top three payroll in baseball. If you're if you're top ten, that should you can still be competitive that way if you sign the right guys, make the right decisions, 
have the right people developing and, and coaching up those guys. So I, I, I guess looking forward, I, I would kind of based on some of the moves they made recently in terms of letting some of the option guys walk and, and non-tendering some of the guys that they did and the trade last week with Barlow, like certain moves like that kind of make me think that, yeah, there's the payroll will be less than it was, but I also have not heard, I know there've been some reports of it getting under a certain number of specific numbers. I don't know that to be the case. I just think it's, it's, it's probably going to change to a point where I think they're, they feel they can still be competitive uh, while reducing it to some extent. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Again, this is why, you're reluctant to talk about what the roster is going to look like, can look like, because we don't actually know right. if there's a hard line number they're trying to get to. Uh, certainly things point to the fact of them bringing the, the the salary down below what it was last year. But as A.J. mentioned, that was top three in baseball last year. So, yeah. uh, oh, A.J., speaking of the devil. You're on TV right now. <laughs> you are. How about that? How are you doing oh, this? This is amazing. You're doing both. At the, you're I'm, literally talking at the same time. It's unbelievable. I'm a multitasker. That's how I, that's how I do it. You no, this both, is the live. This you, is the live show. <laughs> no doubt about it. You AJ. are both pen and teller yes, at the same time. Indeed. A magician. Uh, AJ, good luck in uh, fantasy basketball the rest of the way. And uh, we need uh, to we do this. We both need it. <laughs> no, right. We both need it. Let's do it again soon, man. Good to talk to you. Thanks, AJ. Of course. Thanks, guys. AJ Casavell, MLB.com. Thanks for listening. God bless. Good night. We'll be back. Well, I'll be back tomorrow. Me. My man, Matthew Scraby, will be back tomorrow. Yes. Holding it down. That's right. Everybody have a lovely, lovely Thanksgiving. And uh, be safe. Talk Take to you care. tomorrow. Good night. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.